Hello, part-time millionaires. Today we are talking about the contractor to employee pipeline that everyone is trying to create in their business and why this practice can actually turn unethical real quick. Let's start here. There are so many unethical coaching business workplace practices we can name, but let's focus on what we want to strive for. An ethical coaching business workplace includes a place where employees can live independent, individual lives outside of your business. They can operate within your business from a place of healthy expectation and autonomy. They're not bound by the pressure of being your business showrunner. Rather, they are sitting safely in their respective roles, free of your unique emotional needs to manage, and you, as the CEO, are doing the same. Outside of contractual requirements, they are not expected to be loyal, quote unquote, or in a state of waiting for you. They are not expected to run your business like it's their own, and they are not expected to hold space for your business ebbs and flows. Now, you can absolutely and should infuse values into your business and hire based on them, and that's fine. But at a baseline, you need to release all the charged expectations you have that are just rooted in you not wanting to be abandoned or even inconvenienced. Let me say that again. (laughs) You need to release all the charged expectations that are really rooted in you not wanting to be abandoned or inconvenienced. Which brings us to the contractor to employee pipeline. What is it? Why do we do it? What is it causing? And how can we do better as CEOs? The contractor to employee pipeline is the process in which you hire a contractor with the hopes or expectation they will eventually become an employee. Usually, CEOs will hire contractors because they do not yet have the hours for a full-time role, or they want the ease of not having employees, while still wanting to hold this contractor to the expectation that when they, the CEO, are ready to move forward, they, the contractor, should be ready to do it. First red flag. (laughs) The contractor to employee pipeline is causing a ton of frustration, disappointment, and resentment among CEOs and their teams. Because CEOs are basically holding the contractor in waiting and placing a pressure and expectation that the contractor isn't actually required to fill, which makes it purely an emotional, in the air, unwritten rule that if not followed could result in consequence. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? (laughs) Sound like the past job we're trying so hard not to be like? The only time the contractor to employee pipeline is actually reasonable is when there is a 90-day contract period prior to a promise for full-time employment that will be fulfilled based on the expectation set on the initial probation period. Here's what I mean. You join a job and they say, okay, it's a 90-day contract and your employment is measured by XYZ. For example, how many days you take off during that probation period, the projects you complete during that period, your manager's performance review after that period, as an example, right? So there's a set expectation and it's measurable. It's not out in the air, right? (laughs) It is not okay to have a contractor to employee pipeline when you are looking for a contractor to be loyal and in waiting for when your business is actually ready to sustain an employee. I said what I said. So let me let me say it again. It is not okay <laughs> to have a contractor to employee pipeline when you are looking for a contractor to be loyal and in waiting for when your business is actually ready to sustain an employee. 
There is so much business advice that pressures us into hiring employees prematurely when we just need contractors. But in order to bridge the gap between what we need and what everyone is telling us we need, we created this unsustainable, unstructured pipeline in this industry, and it is killing teams. It is also not good for the CEO's mental health and the team member as well, but it's really weighing heavily on the CEO's mental health because of the amount of pressure that you put on yourself to create that full-time role when you're not even there yet, all these different things, right? And factors. You don't need an employee until you need an employee. And you likely won't need one until beyond a million. You don't need someone, quote unquote, dedicated to you and your business. You just need better systems and processes that make it easy for a contractor to do their job. You need to let your contractors be contractors. Mind-blowing, I know. I was coaching a colleague who is going to scale beyond a million soon, and she had a contractor she thought for sure was going to go full-time. She was even saving for their yearly salary, but it was causing a lot of pressure on both ends, a lot of emotional intensity out in the air, right? Just because of that, just because of the pressure of the pipeline. Like you're a contractor going to be an employee, that there's a lot there, right? Like, let me keep going before I go on a rant. (laughs) So here's what I said. I said, even if this person were to go full-time with you, the best way to clean up the blurred lines is to have her go through the employee application process, the full process. It's okay if you have a contractor in your company that does end up becoming an employee, but they need to complete the application process when the time comes, not live in waiting for it, right? And so this gets really like muddy when basically you're like, well, no, it's coming. And then the contractor is like, okay, it's coming, but like, I'm still a contractor. So I need to be able to take other clients and do all these different things and et cetera, et cetera. And then the CEO is like, but it's coming and I need you to be dedicated to me and my business and all these things. That's where it gets really muddy. And so you need to just let your contractors be contractors, like period, full stop. <laughs> like Let your contractors be contractors, right? That is going to be the most clean place to run your business from having the contractors that you hire be contractors, not hiring a contractor and including in your application, what do you, do you plan to be loyal to my business until, you know, because we would like you to be an employee one day. And like, we just want to make sure that you're planning for that. And that's in the back of your mind, running everything you do in my business and everything you do outside of it, right? Like, no, let your contractors be contractors. So that is my rant (laughs) on the contractor to employee pipeline. I learned this the hard way myself when I did the exact same thing to my team. And then I even went as far as to make some of them employees when I didn't need them to be just to try and fix the damage. But now I had a different set of problems to deal with. The solution, again, is to let your contractors be contractors. Your peace of mind will completely shift. I promise you. And so will your your team members. And I can almost guarantee you that once you let them know and sit them down and say like, listen, you're a contractor. And I think we need to just remove this pressure from this relationship and from our working environment. You're a contractor. So do what you got to do as a contractor. And when the time comes, we'll make sure to let you know that there's a role open that you can apply for. 
release that pressure. I guarantee you their performance will be so much better and you won't be so wrapped up in what they're doing or not doing, et cetera, because you're worried about them becoming an employee. Let them be contractors. Okay. If you want me to help you with your team systems and mindset, so you can lead your business with more healthy management practices, submit interest for private coaching in the show notes.